Hey church, I'm Peter. And I'm Megan. Co. Uh, I thought that'd be, that'd be a really good one. That goes well with what we're talking about today, uh, kind of getting into communication, continuing the talk about love here in the month of February with you guys. And we wanted to talk to you about how to argue well and just give some practical advice, tips, things we've learned. We've been married just a little bit less than Jeff and Sarah. A little bit. But, you know. A few years. <laughs> Who's counting? Decades. No, just uh, years. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what'd you have so far? Um, wow. Yeah, whenever um, Peter told me we were doing these love devotions, I laughed. My first um, reaction was to laugh because I was like, we know nothing. Literally, <laughs> it's been four months. <laughs> like, and I feel like an I'm amateur of love. <laughs> um, no, really. But uh, what, talking about, like, arguing well, that is something that we've learned a lot, I think, so far, is about communication and mm-hmm. arguing and how important that is. Um, and a big, big thing that I've learned is um, that when it comes to arguing communication is big but it's not just like the surface level that matters um it's not about oh if i can just talk better to this person or get my point across better or if i can just hear this from them it would fix everything or behavior modification where it's Mm -hmm. like if this wasn't happening like that would make it better or if i could just learn not to do this or say this but really the root of the issue is the heart um which goes back to a lot of what jesus taught us um always go to the heart. What is your motive um, behind it? Because in reality, when it comes to arguing in marriage and having those really hard conversations, what's really going on is spiritual. What's really going on is um, beneath the surface, uh, what are you um, idolizing? What are you putting above the Lord? And for me, it's, uh, I've learned that a lot of times I idolize Peter. I, I, um, whenever things get tense or we're not seeing eye to eye or just disagreement, it's because I am putting so much on him to be someone for me that only the Lord can be, that only Jesus can be. And so, um, or it might be that he's doing something that's taking my time away from me and idolizing my time or, you know, whatever that might be, um, might be different for you. I know some things are different for you, Mm -hmm. but uh, for me, that's what I'm seeing. And so I think all that to say, when it comes to arguing in a marriage, one big thing I've learned is that it's not just about surface level things, but it really goes a lot deeper. It's the root of the issue is spiritual. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's a big thing. And so practically what that looks like for me is, okay, asking myself the question, um, Megan, are you idolizing Peter in this moment? Um, what is it that you are placing um above the Lord or replacing Him with in your life that's causing this tension, that's causing disunity, and to be on a different page. Um, Because when sin leads the way, when your flesh leads the way, that's that's when um, that separation, that disunity happens. So, so yeah. Which that goes, um, that goes really well into just the communication side of things of how we kind of expect the other person. We've almost been taught that there's a, a, a compromise between each other where it's like this 50 give, and, 50-50 give or take kind of idea mm-hmm. where in reality what we're called to do is you individually by the Lord are called to give 100 mm-hmm. and to be always sacrificing for yourself. And it's hard to think that when you've been trying so hard and it feels like the other person hasn't been doing that mm-hmm. um, and you start to get into this comparison game of I look at this list of what I'm called to be as a wife or as a husband and I don't see this other person. And rather than focusing on this list for yourself of what you're supposed to doing that, you start looking at the other person's requirements and start noticing like, wow, they have not been doing this. They haven't been doing this. And it's, it just goes back to the, um, uh, wives love your husbands as, 
as the church loves Christ and husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. And you start thinking, well, you have not been loving me like <laughs> the Christ loves the church. And you can start listening to all the things. That's never the goal of any of, even in scripture, that you're supposed to look at your stuff and to go 100 towards that, not expecting compromise. And that's what love is all about. The sacrificial love of Christ is mm-hmm. that he he sent his son. This is how we know what love is, that he sent his son to die for us. And that was that was all he had. And so he wasn't expecting this return from us because he doesn't always get it, does he? Um, mm-hmm. And then another thing is remembering that in communication, people communicate differently. So yeah. while I might be really quick to respond with things, not in like a sharp or shrewd way, but I'm just, you know, I want to get the conversation going so we can move on to the next thing. Uh, someone else like Megan might need time <laughs> To think about these things so she can give the best response out of love and not quickly say something that she doesn't mean to say. And you got you might be a mixture of those two things. You might both need a little time. You might both not want any time. Yeah. Or you might be like us. It is important to put on grace in those moments mm-hmm. to allow each person to have the time they need. Uh, whereas if you need more time, maybe try to get with it a little bit faster just because you love that other person. Or if you want to talk about it right then and there, put on some grace and show patience yeah. and don't be like pressing them like, hey, you got to answer this because we got other things to talk about that are more important. So that's really important as well. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, well, just going off of that, I think um, I think it, it it just takes getting to know the person. And that's just the last thing I'll say mm-hmm. is um, I think in, even in the short time we've been married in these four months, mm-hmm. The more I've gotten to know Peter and the more I've gotten to know his heart and his personality, the less I ascribe motives to him, the less I, um, you know, put, just put wrong expectations on him that, that he's never meant to fill. And so, and the same um, for him with me as he gets to know me. And so with that, as we, as we learn each other's method of communication and how we best receive love and give it in the form of words, like that, that's what's going to, um, going to help in, in the long run with unity. So... So, yeah. Awesome. And one of the last things I'll say is in uh, these different passages we see about love, often Paul talks about putting on different things, put on put on this, put on that. It shows this ability that we do have the ability to put on grace and to bear with one another. It's not just, it's hopeless, I can never get this. Through the power of the Spirit, we can practice that and it's practice possible. better communication and stuff like that. So Definitely. thank you all so much uh, for tuning in with us on uh, this week's Love Chat. 